down. I got a lot of living to do before I die, and I ain't got time to waste. Let's make it. You say you a gangster, but you never pop none. You say you a wankster, and you need to stop running. You ain't a friend of mine. You ain't no kin of mine. What makes you think that I won't run up on you with the nine? We do this all the time. Right now we on the grind. So hurry up and cop and go. We selling nicks and dimes. Welcome back, everybody. To season two of the All Pro Dads podcast, we are back in the studio, excited, ready to go. Uh, I'm Damien. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dame underscore APD with my co-host Tony. You can follow me on Twitter at TV3 underscore APD. Welcome back. Kind of forgot how to do that. Oh, you were waiting. I was waiting for the right going. I I was like, I didn't know what to say or what to do. And then I was like, Yeah, I should probably just start to go because if not, we're gonna have to redo this. Didn't one take though? Yeah, that was that was was good. good. Oh, you could hear your headphones. I put the headphone in. I was like, Uh huh. That way I could hear it. Uh huh. And then I could hear the music through your headset. What? Yeah. Like it was I don't loud. think you understand how loud that headset is. That really? Yeah. That's crazy. I don't and think it. I don't think the mic picked it up though. It's pretty. Nah, I guess those head. Yeah, those headphones are pretty fucking loud. Yeah. Like when I play games on them, I have to have like my computer volume at like halfway. Oh really? Dude, they're so loud. So yeah, that makes sense because I don't like my computer volume's over half for sure. All right. We're fucking back. been trying to do this for fucking the last three weeks. <laughs> Get back in here. We have a lot to catch up on. I would say, huh? Come on, bro. We're we're two minutes in. You're already taking a drink of water. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, you know, I just don't now. sit at home. I got stay hydrated. Well, we matter retirement. Like, Goddamn. You said what retirement? Matter retirement. Yeah. Now, yeah. Fucking just playing baseball. Got some arm stands. Yeah. Shout out to you. These are great. I like to just sit. Oh, that's gonna pick up. I like to just sit back in my broken ass chair that I snapped right before the show started. <laughs> fucking dumbass. That was funny. That was hilarious. All right, what's new with you? A lot. A lot? Yeah. What you got for us? Hit us with it. Besides work, that's the same. Yeah, I'm out of retirement. Play Sunday League Baseball now. Yeah. Boys. We're what? 0-4, I think. (laughs) We're what? Me and Dare, because Dame's been playing. He just finished his other season. Uh Uh-huh. The summer or spring season. I don't know what the fuck they call it. But they finished, and then the rest is like fifteen-year-old boys. We're playing against grown-ass men, so yeah. I mean, I can't really ask for much more. No, we're competitive. That's good. At least you're not getting blown the fuck out. No, you had a blowout loss yet? Oh yeah, the first two. <laughs> yeah, happened. The boys get like, I think now they'll start to like understand how long these games are because little league in high school you stop at seven. Seven. This is a full nine. So these guys hit six. Seventh, seventh inning, and they're done. They're gassed. Yeah, they're like, "Fuck this! I'm ready to go home, play video games." And we're like, "We still got fucking three innings to go." Yeah, come on, guys. Yeah, wake the fuck up. I can't even talk shit though, because college was seven. Was it? Uh huh. What? I thought college was nine. Was JUCO nine? No, JUCO was seven. JUCO seven. Mm-hmm. Right? Because yeah. D one's nine, right? Uh, D one is nine, but yeah. they don't play like JUCO. It's all uh, doubleheader. But you have uh. I think they still have mercy rolls and stuff, right? In D1? Or do uh, they have to play the full nine? 
No, they have to play the full nine. I've seen some baseball scores look like football scores. Hmm. Um, it's unfortunate. Juco doesn't have any run rules, I don't think, either, no. if I remember. And then, yeah, Juco seven, but it's seven because no matter what, you're always playing a doubleheader. Oh, that makes sense. D1, though. it's always a fucking one-game set. Yeah. Well, um, it's a three-game series. But they do the series and then they'll yeah. the one day, one yeah. game a day. Yeah. And then I think even if they go to doubleheaders, they drop it down to seven. Oh, that, that's smart. I think. 14 innings is a lot of fucking innings. It's a lot of baseball. Yep, it's a lot of fucking baseball. And then baseball. in that spring-summer heat. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. No. Miss it, though. Those were good times. You just come out. We need a lefty anyways. Man, I'm not. There's no way. I'm. I'm like ultra retired. Like there's no going back. Yeah, and then you step on the field and you see like this Mexican team has a fucking second baseman that's 90 years old playing. <laughs> Makes you feel like shit. Yeah. Think about what you've been doing with your life the last fucking four years, five yeah, years. Yeah, I'm like, how the fuck is this guy still playing? <laughs> I laid a bunt down and the catcher like couldn't get up to like pick up the ball. <laughs> That was fun. You, you heard his knees popping as you were running oh, away. From I just left. ran and I was like, fuck, I didn't get it for, like far enough down the line because I got it down first base. Gets the first safe and you're like, what? Yeah, not even a throw. There wasn't even a throw. Oh, wow. Yeah. Still got them and wheels Dare, I got in and Dare was like, yeah, the catcher couldn't get out of his stance. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. That's fucking funny. All right. A lot been going on then, huh? Yeah. Being a dad still, obviously. Some baseball. Yeah, girls are getting big. Some softball, the girls are getting big. I You're haven't tall. I haven't fucking seen you, and we haven't hung out this whole summer. We no, mean, yeah, the last time all was all of us you, have been fucking busy. When you came over, game five, the Avs. Uh, it was after that. Um, no, it wasn't because I was, had that barbecue was, before the cup was over. Huh? Yeah, and that's when you guys were over here last, and then yeah, I came over for game five. Yep, that is right. And then... But that was game five of... Was it the Cup? Or was it the Western That was the Conference? Cup. It was? Okay. Yeah, because that was you and Ants came over. That's right. Wow. Long summer. Long fucking summer. Yeah, we did a lot of traveling with baseball, too. That's good. I went to Kansas twice, three times. No speeding tickets? Not this time, no. <laughs> Haley drove back. Smart. Till we got out of Kansas. Smart guy. Went to Florida. Yep. Yeah. Disney World with the girls, right? It's fucking great. How's that? Went during the week. I suggest that if you go. I'm sure. And then school is back in, so it was like. Oh, it was even. It was a double win. Yeah, it was perfect. We went on a Friday. Yeah. Uh, the park closed early. Closed at like six. And uh, what was it? But we got through all the rides we wanted to. Saw a couple parades while we were there. Nice. Girls crashed out at like. So we got there early. It was like eight, eight thirty. Ate breakfast. Did you rent a car? No. We got a shuttle from the airport to our resort because we stood on Disney's resort. Oh, you stayed? At, okay. Yeah, we stood at one of them. There's, Disney World's fucking huge. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, I don't even know how many different, different resorts. Parks. Yeah. yeah, it's nuts. But we went. <clears throat> so the first day we got there, what did we land on? Thursday? Like early, early Thursday morning. It was like one in the morning when we got there. Their flight was delayed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Landed, went, checked into the hotel, woke up, and then Thursday we went to this Disney Springs. It's like a, basically a mall. Went and walked that, but we took a, like a ferry, like a boat from our resort hotel Mm -hmm. down this river. It's like 25 minutes. That's dope. To the Disney Resort, yeah, and then, uh, what was it? 
Erica Joseph's mom from the baseball team. Yeah. So DJ and them were out there for football. They picked us up from the Springs, from Disney Springs. And we went and uh, went to the game, watched that. They took us back to the hotel. Next morning, we took a little, there was a free bus from our resort to, to, Disney, World. to Disney World. Hell yeah. Haven't heard it. Kata's been asking to go back. No shit. Yeah, so she knows it as, she doesn't know it as Disney World. She knows it as Castle Day. That's so funny. So, like, she she names all of her days. So, if it's, like, a birthday, she doesn't call it a birthday. She calls it a happy day. Right? Uh-huh. And then when she, but when she wants to have, when she's having a good day, she goes, happy day. Uh-huh. So, now, we went to the castle. We took her to see the castle. And now, when we were leaving Florida, got, we are heading to the airport, took an Uber, and we were like, yeah, we're going to the airport. You're going to get on the airplane. And she goes, and we're going, and I was like, and we're going home. And she goes, no, I don't want to go home. Castle day. And I was like, <laughs> no, cut that. We have to go home. And she goes, no, castle day. And then she like forgot. We got to the airport, got on the plane. Next day she wakes up. Castle day. Castle day. Dad, castle day. And I was like, oh, yeah. No. And that yeah. was in August, right? Yeah. So it's been about a month. It's still here. She found the brochure the other day of like <laughs> the park, of, uh, the Magic Kingdom. And yeah, she she knew where, exactly where the castle was. She found Ariel's ride, and she was like, oh, "Yeah, no. Castle Day." Like, like let's go, like, Dad, let's go, come on, Castle. What are you day. doing? Yeah, so I told her in April. Oh shit! Yeah, we got to go out to California for a wedding anyway. So there you go. That's funny. Spend a week out there. And I think we're gonna try to take the kids for their birthday. Yeah, yeah. Because you know both of them are fucking four days apart. Mm-hmm. Good job, Dan. Way to plan that one out. There's 365 days in a year, and you fucking got both your yeah. kids four days. Anniversary, apart. yeah. Uh. <laughs> no. Birthday? Yeah. <laughs> We're usually in Vegas for my birthday. Yeah. So. So yeah. Anyway, at least uh, you know you won't be having a baby this time. <laughs> no shit. Next uh, April, you you should be good. Next day? <laughs> next April, you Oh, be yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. Next April, we'll be all right. We'll be good. We'll be good. Fuck. That's good, though. Glad yeah. you had a good summer. It's busy. Yeah. I feel that. Jordan was busy this year. Oh, yeah. Every Bo- booked up every weekend, huh? Yep, yep. Um, work, of course, like you said, is always the fucking same. Nothing really too crazy. At all. Went to Seattle for week one. We'll get into that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, we did have a nice cabin getaway for a week. Oh yeah, that looked like fun. Yeah, that was fun. Took took Greg's boat out. Went tubing and shit. Kids had a blast. Mila fucking loves the boat. We went on the boat a handful of times. That's good. Yeah, and she's like, she loves it. Loves the water too? Yeah, when we, when we get to the lake, she looks and like she'll peep her head up out of the car seat and she goes, Pop-Pop's boat? Where's Pop-Pop's boat? And then we'll be like, we're, we're going. And then, yeah. like, she knows when we park where, because, like, they keep their boat there. Yeah. So we have specific parking we can go to. Mm-hmm. And, like, when we park, she's, like, up out of like, it. Like, already she's ready, like, let's go. Yeah. And, like, mom and Greg will come pick us up because they always get there earlier than we do. Mm-hmm. And she'll be like, where's Nana? Where's Pop Pop? Where's Nana? Where's the boat? Where's the boat? Where's Nana? Where's Pop Pop? And we're like, just calm down. Yeah. We're like, yeah. We're, we're going. We're going. And she's like, okay. And then she'll see him and she goes, Dad, look, Papa's boat. And yeah, she loves that thing. 
and she has her little life vest and she'll go yeah. sit at the, she'll go sit at the front of it as we're driving and just mm-hmm. put her hands on the just relax on the door and just sit there. Yep. It's good. Yeah. And then she, and then we'll like she knows when we stop, we're going to get ready to go swim. Yeah. So, dad, I want to go swimming. I want to go swimming. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and that's hard because the life vest that she has, yeah. it's a ladybug one. So a majority of like the flotation, like padding is in the back. So mm-hmm. it makes her like, like lean like back. This? It's crazy. So like holding her while you're swimming is so fucking hard. Yeah. Because you're kicking to hold yourself up. Yeah. Your arms are holding her. And yeah. <laughs> and I don't like, I'd fucking hate swimming as it is. Oh, yeah. Well, swimming in lakes. Throw me in a pool. Shit, it's I'll scary. be in that bitch all day. Swimming in a lake, fuck you. I hate it. I really do. Like it's, I got out. nerve wracking. Like, I got out after like ten minutes, and Mom, Greg, and Joe were like, "You're getting out." I'm like, "Yeah." yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good for the day. Let me get back on the boat and just relax now. Yeah, fuck that. I'm Can you great. see like into the water? Yeah, because yeah. we go to we go to Carter Lake. Yeah, which is like an hour away, and it's very clear water. Oh, that's good. Which at is least good. At least you're not like just swimming and can't see in there. Some murky like, ass seaweed filled yeah, water, just looking and shit. like the fuck. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it, really. It's good though. Nothing else crazy. Baby's getting big. He's fucking huge. Did we record last time when he was here? Was he here yet? I don't but think yeah. he was. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, he was because. Well, yeah. He yeah, because we had recorded right. We were the last episode we did was right before we won the cup, and that was when the day we won the cup. We had Jordan Scissors graduation here, yeah, which was like June, Mayish. So yeah, yeah he was he's here already. Here. Okay. All right. Well, speaking of the cup, they they fucking did it. Uh, we kind of dropped the ball by not doing an episode after they won it. <laughs> I yeah. think that's when shit just really kicked off, and it was already starting to pick we, up too. Yeah, we just got busy, and I mean, life is life. So yeah, but they did it. What were your uh, what were your thoughts on that one? Where, where were you? Should, I should say. Where, you were at home? Yeah. Okay. What was it? Yeah, right after we won. What was it? We went into the parking garage. Uh-huh. Haley came out because she was in the room. Uh-huh. She was just on her phone. The girls were, like, just hanging out with me, like, I think Kato was on the tablet. Nani might have been in the room watching a movie. Mm-hmm. And then when they won, I didn't actually, like, jump up and cheer. I was more, like, sitting there, like. Like soaking it in, huh? Like they yeah. won. Like they fucking yeah. did it. Like watching yeah. them like celebrate and yeah. dogpile. And then we went out. We could start to hear the fireworks. So we like, I told Haley like, well, let's go up to the top. Like, let's go to the parking garage. We went to the top of so it. Just everybody in the city lighting shit off. You could see everything. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Fireworks like all the way out in Aurora. Like you could see them all the way down south. Like hell yeah. North. Like they were just going off like crazy. That's sweet. So we did that. Yeah, then I just took it in. Like, it, yeah, it was one of those like, it. like you could breathe. It was kind of yeah. like it reminded me of when I watched the when the Broncos won Super Bowl Fifty. Like, I didn't really like. You don't really have like a chair like that. It, either. Yeah, I was just like, it's weird. Because like you, like with hockey, you know, we were up and like you saw time ticking down, and like even those last ten seconds that were super dramatic. You know what I mean? Where yeah. the announcers were like. They have at the other yeah. end of the ice, and then you, ten, you know, and like, and then you, once you see still, the, you see the puck clear, and you're like, we did it, yeah, yeah. Once you saw it clear, you were like, now for the Western Conference Finals, yeah, I cheered more for that. I one. cheered way more for that. Like yeah. I was going crazy in my house, 
But when we won the cup, I was like, we just like sat there like, Fuck. yeah, we also, that was the day of Bree's graduation party when they won it. Yes. So I had a bunch of people here. Yeah. And I had to like, you know, be host. I couldn't just go sit on my couch and watch the whole game. Yeah. Which I, but I, I was in and out the yeah. whole time and I had already been drinking, which was nice too. Yeah. <laughs> and then I remember like we were outside and I hadn't gone in for a little bit cause I, I, um, I came back out during intermission to like come bullshit with everybody. And all of a sudden it like started to get dark and I was like. Wait, I've been out here for a while. Like, I completely spaced the fucking game was on. Yeah. And I ended up turning it on for, like, the last, like, seven minutes and just watching it on my phone while I was talking with everybody. Mm -hmm. And then once I saw the clock hit one minute, I ran inside to watch it on the TV. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, I watched the, the presentation and all that and watched every player lift it. And then Uncle called me and we went downtown. And that was cool. And that's what that's how that went. Yeah, it was more of just like a, all right, we can breathe. We can breathe. And if mm-hmm. if I remember right, I believe we both said abs six. and six. Yeah. So, you know, just, just throwing that out there. And I think you had a futures bet, didn't you? Yeah. On the Kale. The cup. Oh, you had a couple, huh? I had a, no, well, well I didn't let's, have, just, let's just. I didn't have them. I didn't have one on them to win the cup. I thought you, I, you I thought it? about it. No, Are but you I, didn't, sure? I didn't end up placing it. No. No? Oh, I used to, I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> Maybe I did. I think you did. I think you threw like a 10 spot on it to win like 40 or 50 bucks. Because when you did it, we were, it was like second or third round. And we were like plus like 400 or something. And the next closest team we were talking about, it was like plus 900 or something stupid. Yeah. I might have. I don't know. I think you did. And the the fucking hot streak you're on right now for these futures bets is fucking unreal. So you have, let's just say you placed it. You have the abs for the cup. Yeah. You had Kale for the Con Smythe. Yeah. You had Jokic twice for the MVP because you did it when he was at plus odds and minus odds. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Judge for AL MVP, which he's obviously going to fucking get it. Like, yeah. if he didn't, that would be the biggest highway robbery in the world. And then uh, you had one more, I think. One more Futures. Oh, Rockies. I need their over. Yes. And you're five wins away? Yeah. But with like. It's like 12 games, yeah. I think. And if they pulled it off tonight, last I checked, they were. They were up one. They've blown so many late. Bottom of the ninth, and they yeah they blew the fucking lead. They're, they're tied. Oh the my Padres. god. Yeah. Bottom of the ninth. They're up to bat. So. Well, they just got swept by the Giants, didn't they? Yesterday yeah. or the day before. Yeah. Whenever they, that series ended. They got one out with a runner on second. So, but yeah, they just got swept. So. All right. Uh, what's their what's their record right now? Does it say? We'll do some math. 64 and 86. 64 plus 80 is 150. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have 12 games left, and you mm-hmm. have to win five of those. So they have to go five and seven minimum. Yeah. Which After tonight, it could be... Could be four, four, and, and, four and seven. Four and seven. Or... So, but, yeah, you're, I mean, I think you're on pace, really, to hit that. Yeah. Hit that. And if that's the case, you'd be five for fucking five on futures. futures bets. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's... Could you imagine a parlay of that? Like what that would have did for you? Yeah, I'm done doing parlays. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> well, I'm not, but uh, <laughs> um, that would have been in fucking insane. Yeah, like that's some shit you see on BR betting, and like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't even think about parlaying it either. Well, why would you? You know what I mean? You're not gonna. Yeah, but I think 
probably that big with those odds i could have probably put like five it'll pay out like five dollars and it probably would have paid out pretty good over a grand i bet you you think uh well because the abs maybe were like, like 10 or 15 bucks i think what would have did it was the yo if i would have got Jokic at the beginning of the year yeah. mixed in with the abs yeah that would have right there just been huge yeah and then the judge mvp I didn't, you get, got, I didn't get, you get that, that at, at the beginning of the year. I got that at plus 600. Okay. That's what it was. Still fucking unreal. Still unreal. Yeah. Well, the Avs did it. Um, unfortunately, you know, they lost a couple guys. A couple big guys, in my opinion. But quick quick thoughts on what you think that'll that'll have as far as an impact with losing Kadri, Berkey. Obviously, Kemper, but we kind of predicted he wasn't going to be here Yeah, anyway. we, we kind of figured... And, but you added some guys, and, I mean, we'll get into all them, you know, coming up soon because they start training camp uh, this week, already. actually. Yeah, started already started. Already. Nuggets start Monday. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on losing those guys? Uh, I don't think – I think Berkey's not – I don't know. I think you can find another role-player guy that's going to step in just can, as good. You can find another Berkey. Yeah. Yeah. Kadri – what you lose on the ice, I think you could replace. I think it's the the energy impact, the locker room. The who he is. Yeah. Yeah. So. Everybody has to have that dog in any and sport. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even call him the dog, but it seemed like they, he like a security. Like, he seemed like their security guy. Yeah. When he was on the ice, they seemed a little more loose. Like. Could have been. You could tell in the locker room probably when he's being vocal. Like. Yeah. And he was a vet who, you know, obviously a lot of those guys I'm sure yeah. looked up to too. And then with the contract he got, I don't, I don't mind you letting him go. He's going to get older. Yeah, and the way I see it too is, I mean, not to knock him. I mean, obviously he did great things for us in the handful of years he was here. And I wanted to re-sign him. Oh, I, yeah, I, I did too. Yeah, I even honestly probably would have re-signed him for that money. I think the McKinnon contract had a lot to do with it. No, yeah. Um, but the the only negative thing I see about that is... This was one good year that he's had out of how many. And now this could start, you know, the peak of his career and he could be like this for the next three or four. Yeah. And then be on his decline, you know. But it also could be he peaked for one season and that's all you're gonna get out of him. And I guess So he- it was kinda of, it was kind of a gamble, which I understand. And I think with the Burakovsky, um, like, you know, letting him go and walk he was just way too streaky for my liking. No, yeah. When we first signed him, that was my favorite signing of that free agent class that we did. Like, I was I was higher than a kite on him. Like, I was super excited, blah, 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 blah. And after, like, him being here <clears throat> for a couple of years, it was just way too streaky for me. So it was kind of like, okay, you know, that's, I'm okay with that. Because anybody can be streaky. It doesn't matter who you are or who you play for or, or whatever what the circumstances um and it just so happened to be that he got streaky during the cup which was nice yeah um but yeah i, I was okay with that cadre i was pretty i i, I would have re-signed him for that money i would have seen if you could restructure some stuff um but i and i think you're in the same boat either with him and val because you essentially yeah. gave val the same contract that cadre got the thing though is is val's, val's way younger. younger yeah and there's less risk for more reward, I feel like. Versus I, if I think that's what it was. Kadri. I don't think it was the money, the amount of money you were giving. I think it was the years Kadri was asking yeah. for. Yeah. And But, I mean, then you know, then you sign Lekanen to an extension. Yeah. And, and, you get, and I think when they factored all that in, like, yeah. well, if we 
because I think Val took a little less money than Kadri got. A little bit, yeah. But the same, like around the same amount of years. Yeah. And then with the re-signing of Lekkanen, I think if you sign Kadri to his contract, you, you lose, Val, lose Val, and, and you probably yeah. Um, and Lecky was big in that in that run towards the end there. Right. Um, this it's it was kind of a quiet free agency for Joe, in a good way, because. I don't think Nat. I mean, hockey doesn't get attention as it is anyway. Yeah. But I don't think like national media understands how good this core is that the Avs have and how long they're gonna be together. Like now, like this is our, this is our championship win. No, yeah. Like, you know, I heard here on local radio, like in any sport, really, a dynasty is considered two championships in four years. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that or no? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, this is a chance to make your name as a dynasty. And we have all these guys locked up for, you know, how long? Gabe's going to be here still. Uh, Nate, Kale, Miko. I, like, everybody is here. Yes, you and lost And their contracts couple. are for, what, like at least the next four to five Minimum, for yeah. all of them? I think, I mean, Kale's still on his rookie deal, which is going to bring stuff up. But, I mean, they they structured everybody to give him the big contract next. Yeah. Is how it is. And he probably won't make as much as Nate. Right. Well, I don't know. Unless he does what he did in the playoffs. and Which, which he very well could. Yeah. I just don't know if... I don't know what the defensive... Or the defenseman market is like in the NHL for highest paid and shit like that. Yeah. That's something I'd have to dive into more. Um, but... It would be he, worth it. He's though, probably going to yeah. the next guy up for the for the big, the big money. Um, but, I mean, you have... This team is probably locked up for the next... I think I saw a tweet from... I think it was Dater. I think he said for the next four years, like the core, you know, yeah. like in, in, in all the guys we just mentioned and, and a lot of the guys from the cup, it's like the next like th- minimum of three. Mm. They're all here, which if that's the case, then, you know, go do it. Tampa did it. Tampa got there three years in a row. Yeah. One, two, and then one, two. And I mean, lost one, but I mean, Hey, I'll take two cups and, and a lost cup from these guys. Oh I'll yeah, tell definitely. You that right now. So, so yeah, I, I think Joe's, doing a great job when he's on the right track and he won GM of the year I mean rightfully so so mm-hmm. um, kind of still crazy how Bednar wasn't in conversation for coach, coach of, the of the year but whatever um, and I think it's because they everybody expected the Avs to like to do it yeah no like they came into the season as the favorites win the cup halfway through the season they were still the favorites to win the cup the whole year I think oh, yeah so throughout the playoffs you know um, whatever and I'm pulling it up now. Obviously, you just signed Nate. Uh, eight years, hundred hundred eight or 100.8 million. Mm-hmm. I think the annual is like, like eight something. No, it's twelve. Was it because that's like twelve, like twelve five or something like that? Let's just let's do the math. Hundred point eight. What did I say? Eight years. Twelve point six. Um. And a lot of that, I looked at how it breaks down. One, it doesn't even start till after this season. Yeah. Um, and then all of it accounts as like a signing bonus, which is like the NHL's version of like fully guaranteed type yeah. shit. So like whenever each year starts, you know, he, but that, gets a, he gets a fucking wire of the first year of the season for 12 point or for like a little under 12. And then he gets his game checks that are like. A few grand, I believe. But with game. the hard cap, it still all goes towards the cap, right? Yeah, that it does. Year? Yeah. Um, I I think I'm besides the game checks or something. 
Well, like how, however, the because like the signing bonus in any sport is always fully guaranteed. No, yeah, and then it always goes against the cap. But I think the other stuff doesn't, like depending on if he misses games and shit. It's weird. I don't know. It's, it's I'd have a, to look it's a more weird because I know they're the only sport with a hard cap. Yeah, so it's, it's a it's a really weird breakdown. And yeah, like they can't pay a cap, uh, cap fee and tax or yeah. penalty, whatever the like. How well, the luxury, has. a luxury, yeah, tax. a luxury tax. Um, like the NBA penalty, and, yeah. yeah. Um, so I this core is locked up for a while, like we just said, and I'm excited, and like we just said as well, training camp already started, which is fucking crazy to think about because it feels like just yesterday we were holding the cup up. Um, All right, I think they. Have the shortest, one of the shortest uh, off seasons off in sports. Seasons. Yeah, um, I think in like NHL history too. It might because be. the way everything worked out. Yeah, because they're yeah. trying to get back to their normal seasons. Yeah. Yep, yep. Post COVID, so um, yeah. So that's that. Uh, let's move across the sack. I think you know we'll travel through the sack. <laughs> Nuggets start training camp next week. Uh, Jokic got his big, his big deal. What is that? Five years for two hundred sixty-five million or something? Fucking yeah, crazy. the extension. Yeah, is it five years? Something like that. Right? Five or six. Let me see. I'll pull it up right here. I don't think um, it matters because you'll get another extension after that, and then another one after that. And you think two more contracts? Uh, five year, two hundred sixty-four. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, he'll stay here. He doesn't. Yeah, and let's the see. thing with him too, yeah, I, I, could see I think more once he goes on a decline, if they go to talk to him and they're like, hey. You want to take a discount? He'll be, yeah, like, okay. he'll be like, okay. Because he goes back to Serbia in the offseason anyways. I wonder what the Serbian dollar to the American dollar trade over is. No idea. Or do they go off Euros? Probably Euros. Wouldn't they be huh? closer? Does Russia go off of Euros? I don't know. Because they would be closer to Russia, right? Whatever I like, think so. currency they would go off yeah. of. Who fucking knows? Anyway. Yeah, he would, like you said, I'm sure I wouldn't be surprised on his second or third contract. He would take he's like some eh. sort of discount. Yeah. Um, what else is up with those guys? They, uh, ESPN released their top 100 players. To, yep. Nuggets and the top had five top, came out today. Nuggets had four. In yep, the top 100. Nicola was two behind yeah. Giannis. What do you think of that? I like it. I was surprised. Do you he agree was with that, it? No, uh, like, yeah. like, do you yeah, agree no, with it? No, yeah. No? I think I do too. Giannis is. He does it on both ends. Yeah. I mean. Jokic does too, but Giannis It's is more, more like, the... he's more, really more impactful on the defensive end. Yeah. Jokic is, he's going to give up anywhere from 20 to, you know, 25 a game sometimes. If he's facing like Yeah, a, depending on who it if is. If he's facing another high, high caliber, like, and center. Embiid, yeah. Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. yeah. You know, that guy's going to get at least 20. Okay. But Jokic will match it on the other end. Right. If not, Where, more. Whereas with, like, with Giannis... He's giving up 25 and allowing 10, and yeah. that's it. And, like, or he, sorry, he's not giving up 25. He's, he's giving 20 to 25. And then he's and probably allowing 10 to 15. 10 to 15. Unless yeah. he's going against, like, one of the top three guys, like a, probably a Jokic. Which uh, even still at then, he, I mean, you've seen games where that dude can shut people down. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I agree. There was a lot of people in the comments blasting it. Um, they put Steph at five, which I kind of thought was... Kind of crazy. I think he should be in the top three conversation. He could even be one. Who they have? Joel after um, Jokic. Was it Joel next? I think Joel was four. It went uh, Giannis, Luka. Jokic, Luca, 
I like that one. Joel and then Steph. I think what Luca did in the playoffs was fucking insane. I, I, I agree. I don't think he should have been three. I think if you could swap him and Steph, or even put Luca at four with Joel at five and Steph at three, or Steph at one or two, mm. like that's come on. I mean, Steph is just offensively. Yeah, and I understand his defense lacks. So I think I would probably go Embiid three. You could do Luca and Steph like four on five. four or five. Either way, either way one. you want it. Yeah, yeah. Four or five, and then Giannis and Jokic. At the rest of it doesn't matter from six yeah. on. It's just yeah, yeah. I know I've seen a lot of people mad about LeBron. Where was he at? I don't know, but a lot of people are saying like, "Oh, he should still be top three, Blah blah blah. No, but it's no like you way. didn't even make the playoffs last yeah, year. Yeah, no way. And I love LeBron. Yeah, you know that. I think you know he's up there. And but no, I, I mean he's lucky to push top ten, truly. Yeah, the the NBA is like good if, hands. We're, if we're gonna be the honest. NBA is in good hands for sure. Yeah, I, I understand he's doing crazy shit in his fucking what, what's 40s, gonna be his twentieth year. Was he going? It's like 30, 37, 38, 38 yeah. um, which you have to give the guy props for that, mm-hmm. you know, but at the end of the day, there's always a reality to this shit. Yeah. And the reality is he's not a fucking top five fucking player. You know what I mean? Yep. So, um, yeah, but yeah, that the top five came out today um, and I saw Nicola was at two, which was nice to see. You know, yeah, because it wouldn't have been surprising for ESPN to stick him at the fucking seven spot or even in the like he's 10. Yeah, you know, he's not exciting. Exactly. He, he's yeah, ten. exactly. I think a good a, what really did it too was the impact Jokic had when in the FIBA. I don't know if you watched any of those. I was kind of following it some a little of those bit. highlights. Yeah, I think and the Luca fucking torched that league. I mean, yeah. I know they they made it to semis and got eliminated, but yeah. But I think when him and Giannis went head to head, and people saw what Jokic was doing against Giannis, yeah, because uh, Serbia won that game. Yeah, right? they yeah, did. And right? Jokic hit that. Was it the corner three? A little step back. Off like, the one leg. Yeah. Yeah. The Sombor shuffle that he does. And yep. I think people were really like, well, wow. Jokic. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, like, I think a lot of it too was like, oh, it's because people always talked up his supporting cast last year, which was kind of weird because he was playing with a lot of bench guys. Like, you know, Monte's not a starter. Will Barton should be a six man on any other team last year. He's probably a six man right. coming off the bench. Yeah. And everybody was talking like, oh, he needs to be, you know, Jokic's supporting cast is just good. And I think when they saw what he was doing in FIBA, it's like, well, maybe this guy actually is that good. Yeah, which he is. You know, we watch it here Mm -hmm. locally. So, Um, looks like MPJ and Jamal will be back. (laughs) Why are you smiling? You're already smiling. Why why are we going to do this already, huh? Yeah. Go ahead. Hit me with it. No, I'm good. Continue. No, because you you wanted to <laughs> you wanted to bring some shit up about my my Jamal slander on Twitter. Yeah, am I wrong? No, he's back. He's he's, he's back. back. But but you you called me out on the phone or whenever I saw you last or whatever it was. I think it was on the phone for how I've been uh, slandering oh, Jamal him, yeah. with the the whole KJ Hamler situation. Yeah, I need I need Jamal back. KJ's back, and then, yeah. And and what? And what? And KJ's not back. He's not himself. He's going to play Sunday. Yeah, but he's not himself. He played against Seattle. What, do you have two targets? Yeah. Did he take the top off the field? 
Not not yet. Exactly. Is he playing? That is my point. Is he playing? No, but is he playing? But are you a hundred percent and are you making an impact? Yes or no? I think so. I think I you don't put number think so. I think you put number I one. I don't on the think fi- he was. How do, I think you put number one on the field, whether he gets targets or not, and safeties and corners and defensive coordinators. I don't say, think they're scared of him. Oh, I I think you're wrong. I think they are. That's I, why he only had two targets. I understand that, but as far as a, from a, a schematic standpoint, but they, but he didn't run any like go routes. Nothing like all his stuff was in breaking, short. You know, he's not he's not a hundred percent. That's why he was which, sat out. Which I'm sure. That's sure. why he sat out Houston. He's probably eighty, and he he should just wait until he's a hundred percent. You, football's he's, different, man. He's you pushing only, him. You only get 16 Don't, don't give me that. You know, don't you, give me that. Yes, because no. you only get 16 Don't give me that. Why? Because he's, he's rushing himself back and he's not 100%. So whether he plays or not, he's not making the impact, and either way he's going to be off the team. There, so you might yes, as well wait until no, you're 100%. there still is some sort of impact when he's on the field, like I just no, said. No, there's not because he's yes, only getting is. two targets. There's no impact. The I don't care what the defense thinks of him. It, it makes – it can give – Jerry a wide open look. It can give was Cortland it a wide open look. Was it? It seems like it. No. Cortland had over 100 yards. Yeah, because he was game. getting open. Or just under 100 yards. He was getting open on scramble drills. I I don't think so. I, I just don't think so. I think... Team, I understand teams know he's not 100%, but teams also know that he has speed and he can still I, do I it. I don't think they're afraid of him, though. <sighs> I don't think there's an impact from KJ. I, really, I think okay. he rushed it back because of his status on the team, and he saw the, the young wide receivers coming in, and Who aren't that good? And well, I think even an eighty percent KJ is up is better than a hundred percent Tyree Cleveland. But I don't think he sees it that way. But then he should know. As a player, you should know that he should know that an eighty percent KJ is better than a hundred percent Tyree Cleveland or Kendall fucking Hinton. I don't think he sees it that way though. I think that's why he rushed himself back. I don't think the trainers would have let him rush himself back. Is the I, thing. I, I think he rushed himself back, guaranteed, because he didn't run any go routes that literally just took the top off the the field okay, against well, Seattle. And then the next the next game, he was out. Okay. Well, he's playing Sunday. I still uh, I don't know. Well, man, I'm not. He's playing Sunday. Oh no, yeah. So let's maybe kind of see what his routes look like Sunday too. But um, it's not the route where he tore his ACL. We were at the game. He yeah, didn't it was tear, on a 50-50 ball. Yeah, that he jumped for. No, but so he's, he's going to mentally he's making more progress. Mentally, he's going to do all the cutting and stuff the same. Yeah, he's going to do all of that. If he's going to make more progress, let's see if there's a couple fucking go routes that Russell tries yeah. to get the ball to him to. Is what I'm saying. And the only reason I was giving Jamal fucking slander was because his ACL tear happened in April of twenty. Was it twenty or twenty twenty one? What the fuck are we in? Twenty twenty one. Because April we're in twenty twenty. So. A year, and it I, was over a year. And a year. Half. It was over a year, and yeah. there was fucking talk. And I think what really did it for me was all the talk. Yeah, Jamal's close. Jamal's close. Jamal's close. Jamal's close. Jamal's not playing. What the fuck was that about then? Yeah, you know. And even he had some a little bit of playing. Remember the stupid fucking press conference he had where he he came up to the mic and was like, "Y'all want to talk to me?" And then walked away. Like, come on, man. Yeah, and then he did the one at the end of the season. Just said he wasn't mentally ready, which I understand. I think and for him, it's more of the. Because they both tore their ACL in a similar way. And KJ even tore his, had hip surgery too. So the only reason I was giving him slander was was because it took him over a year. To wait till he was physically and mentally ready. To wait till he was... I think KJ's mentally ready too though. 
With a knee injury, you're not going to put yourself in that position, especially on fucking turf, to cut, do make the cuts you do in football and and make the hard you know come downs on your knee from fifty fifty balls like how he tore it. And I stuff still like haven't that. seen him go f- up for a fifty fifty ball all through training yeah. camp. He didn't do it. Am I wrong? No, they didn't do no one on one, so you can't say he did. Right. All the touchdowns and highlights we saw of him, it was. Stuff that was thrown either at his chest or below his knees. Mentally, he knows I didn't tear it on a cut. I tore it going up for a 50-50 ball and coming down. Which isn't even a part of his game anyway. KJ is not the, the suited wide so, receiver. Okay, so say a, a ball, ball. is a, there's a 50-50 ball. And I'm sure he'll get still. It. I'm sure. Huh? Is he going to second? Is there going to be a second thought? Probably. There? I think for the rest of and, his life. And it'll I think be like with that. Jamal. And I think for Jamal, the rest of his life, it'll be like that. You're probably think, not going to see Jamal. I really think that's why he games. waited. I don't think you're going to see Jamal Murray dunk as much in games. I think that's. I think I really think that's why he waited though, because his whole game is attacking the rim. He's not. He's not a Steph where he's going to sit off screens, sit at the three. He's a mid range to layup type guy, inside guy, yeah. pick and roll. Yeah. So I think it was more Jamal knowing mentally I could get back to my game and come back and really make an impact, or I could come back at eighty percent, and then. Oh, I'm going to second-guess myself at the rim. Okay, well, here's another thing, too, is an 80% Jamal still has defensive defenses thinking, just like an 80% KJ does. It's the same It's the same thing. And the reason I was giving... I'm still giving Jamal so much shit until I see him play in a fucking preseason game is because it took him over a year to do it. KJ came back in 10 months. That was just my thing. And it was really more just me being a smartass. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I... I I just still, it bugs me that there was so much talk around Jamal. So much, so much, so, and then it just stopped. I think that should be more on the Nuggets than Jamal. Which, that's fine. So, like, but the way, and, like, Nuggets social media now, and, like, no, yeah, all they're posting is Jamal. That's all they're doing, and it's just, like, it's, like, it's the same fucking thing as last year. And I understand their season ended, what, a couple months ago, so it's, he's gonna be ready now, obviously, Mm -hmm. he's gonna be, and he's, it's already came out that he's gonna plan on playing preseason and, you know, getting back into that. But it's just like, that was such a mentally exhausting time. Me and you had a fucking, an energy drink bet on it because we both were like so He's reassured that he was Well, that was back. after he, he released the dunk, not the Nuggets. Right. But and after then, he released the dunk, the Nuggets also came back out and like there was reports sent to ESPN and stuff of maybe look out for a Jamal return yeah. by blah, blah, blah. And then blah. maybe there was a setback. Which there could have been. That they and, didn't release. Which yeah, and it could have it. That was probably the same fucking circumstance for KJ for the Houston game. You know, like you. I mean, you are right. He ninety percent likely wasn't fucking ready, and went and played Seattle anyway, and had it. You know, coach, it didn't feel good. I, I, I. You know, let's give it another week. All right, whatever. And I, I think, like I said, it was just really the fucking talk around Jamal is what bugged me. Mm-hmm. Which, if you, we can put it on the Nuggets, we can put it on him. It really doesn't matter. But. Anyway, <laughs> um, so you, back to the Nuggets, though. So you get Jamal back. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to get MPJ back. What are your thoughts on that as well? Because I'm going to be honest with you. I have the same stance on MPJ as I did Jamal. I'm not holding my breath until I see something that makes me go, okay. I I shouldn't say that because I know Jamal now is going to be ready, and he's most likely going to return to you know Jamal Murray that we're used to. Yeah. But with MPJ, I think he has way more – proving to do to this fan base to this coaching staff to everybody than Jamal does it because of 
the contract because of the injury history, just because of everything. And I mean, he still, you know, last year he had a little bit of that talk around him too, saying, don't, you know, expect that maybe an MP, he was ruled out quicker than Jamal was yeah, um, for the rest of the year. But I think he, for some reason, just still has a lot more to prove. And I think it's because of his contract and kind of how his return was handled as well. Rockies won. Yeah, they walked it off. Um, <laughs> with MPJ, it doesn't really... If Jamal wasn't coming back this year, then I would be worried about MPJ because I know he would have to be the two. With MPJ being the three, you have the makeup of like a pretty crazy like triangle offense between those three. And MPJ could just sit around the three like he wants. You know, mid-range to three-point where... And, he could just catch and shoot. Okay. And we know there he's a knockdown guy. Like When he's healthy. When he, you know, because last no, year. No, yeah, but last year off. he was also trying to, like, be that two guy. And play through the pain. And when he, yeah. And he was, was he was like, on. I know I have to be that two guy. We're not going to reach the level as a team. If, with, if, yeah. with, you know, because we know Aaron Gordon, he's not a two. Were you, real quick about AG, were you surprised he was in the top 100? Mm, what was he like? Eighty three, I think. Eighty three, eighty seven, around there. I thought mid eighties. No, because he's a good two way player. I was a little shocked. Like I could see, like I could have seen him not being in it, and then like having a good year this year, and then and being, being like in where it. he was this year, yeah, like next year. So that I, I was a little. I think um, I was more surprised with how high. Jamal and MPJ were coming off okay. injuries. Okay. Because Jamal was 50. Right. So and that, MPJ was mid-60s, right? Yeah. Which surprises me coming off the injuries yeah. for those two because the NBA is full of talented players. Like, Yeah, and but then I also told myself, Dame, you also have to consider there's only, what, 13 guys on an active NBA roster? Yeah. 14? So I guess like they're... That. So it's really not a big league at all. Yeah, true. Like it is, but it's not. So yeah. to have so for us to have four guys in the is, top one hundred is huge. Yeah. Um, and when they played together before Jamal towards ACL, they were yeah. looking like they were gonna run away with the West. Right after the A G trade. Yeah. Yep. Looked great. It looked no. great. So high hopes for that team. I I'm really excited and to with, watch them. With their free agent acquisitions, I I'm pretty excited. Good. Because... Well, they got KCP, which I when I was you know really big on the Lakers, I yeah. watched KCP a lot, and I just I love that signing. No, I really yeah. do. Or was it? He, he he's kind of more of a streaky player too. He has his moments where it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. But then he has his moments where it's like, okay, he's kind of like a Will Barton, just not. And then defensively, <laughs> as frustrating. He, and defensively, he's such he's an a, upgrade. He's a very good defensive player. Yeah. Yes. And then you're able to. With Bones coming off the bench. Him and Bones, I, I think, are going to be a great well, I think, bench Well, I think KCP is going to start. You think? At the two. Really? Yeah. I think your bench will be Bones. Uh, who's the other guy? Brown. Barton. DJ. Barton? Will Barton's gone. Is he, did they, get, did they trade him? That was in the KCP trade. Yeah. With Monte? Yes. I thought it was just Monte for a second. No. So it'll be DJ... Bones will probably be your sixth man. Which I don't 
mind at all. DJ and Brown. Or yeah, I would so those mind, three, and then you'll find two others. I wouldn't mind if Case, if like you know, because we've talked about this all of last year. Is could we potentially see Bones in the starting lineup? And I think with how the free agent signings went and how your roster is structured now, and kind of now that you said it and I'm putting it together in my mind, I could see KCP starting, mm-hmm. but I could see like post All Star break. Bones coming into that role to get him fully into that role, maybe depending on where you're sitting in standings, what your what your run in the playoffs is going to look like for next year, having him be your solid two. And we both agreed that he has a lot of growing pains to go through yeah. to get to that two spot. But I mean, it seems like he's a very vapid and fast learner. So I mean, we'll maybe we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised if like post All Star break, Bones well, I, could I be think- a full time, not a full time. Well. Yeah, I think starter. you keep him in the six-man role this whole year because he's going to have to run the point for that bench unit. Yeah. And we saw last year towards the end there with that bench unit and him running the point, it's pretty effective. Yeah. And then with KCP, what he brings defensively to that starting lineup with AG, Okay. I think you're, you're pretty solid there. Okay. Because, like, you're 2-3-4, you're two, like, they could all rebound. With Jokic rebounding, that's five. You got four guys on the court that could rebound. Right. Jamal as a guard is probably a better rebounder too than most guards in the NBA, I would say. Yeah, especially for those, just those, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, he gets deep in the paint for those at times, but those, those, those like the long 50-50 ones, 50 yeah. ones, yeah, that, you know, they that'll come, hit off the back of the rim. And they come deep, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, uh, I, I would agree with that. What do you think of the uh, DeAndre Jordan signing? I like it. No buggy, bat. obviously no buggy. We we picked up DeAndre instead. What do you? I like it. You like it? He's like a. He's still like boogie. In yeah. his mentality, I think so he's too. bigger, less injuries. Yep. I really like it, and I think he's a guy who. What word am I looking for? Like, his counter with Jokic. Like the way it works, it would be valuable. I think it'll be type. better. Yeah, yeah. And I think if you do have to go a big, big situation, I think with how agile DeAndre DeAndre is, is DeAndre is a guy that can run the baseline while Jokic does sit on the block. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, if you go, into you that could situation. tell how, like, I I love Boogie last year, but you could really see how much athleticism he lost through his injuries. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Like he didn't have the same like. He was still a dominant force, but he wasn't. Yeah, but like defensively, he wasn't like right. that guy you could rely on. Yeah, coming off the bench to like, yeah, like if Boogie would have never got hurt throughout his whole career, except for probably the last like three or four years of his career, he probably would have been a top ten guy in the league every I th- year. I think he, yeah, I think he'd probably be up there with Jokic and yeah, and, and Joel and Joel. Like that's I think how, he'd that's, be above Carl. He'd be above AD. He'd be that was the projection that a lot of people had for his career. Yeah. If he if he would have been and then what do you have an ACL and Achilles and Achilles. Um, then he was considered toxic in the locker room yeah. and all that. I think those which, were the only big in, only injuries he had, but those are obviously the two major. Did he get signed anywhere? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't think so. That's probably if he didn't. That's something to keep your eye on. You think? Yeah. You think he would come back? Oh yeah, or he would go to Minnesota with Conley. So, um, let's see. Yeah, he's still not signed. Oh yeah, so that's something to keep your eye on. Because even if you need a four guy, I'm pretty sure you could probably play him at the four. It'd be a really slow four off the bench. They said look for him 
as a rumor. It's, this is just this is no like big name, yeah, um, like outlet. Um, but he's rumored like to maybe like be on the Celtics radar, um, to back up Robert Williams. Which I think, if that's the case, it's you're getting the same player, but Boogie's just older. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good signing though for Boston. Well, maybe not after all this shit that's going on, but who knows? Okay, um, yeah, those guys start camp next week. Abs are uh, getting it going now. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Rockies still fucking suck. Yeah, uh, I didn't go to no baseball games this summer. Me either. I had a chance to go to one tonight, and I knew we were recording, and I couldn't bail again. So I was like, nah. Yeah, I just wasn't interested at all. No, no, that's the teams exactly that came were like the same like, as normal. I even get like, the like the game time, like emails sent to me and yeah. stuff. Rockies tickets starting at seven dollars. No, it's yeah. like then you get there and you pay more for a beer than you did your ticket. Yeah, and it's like, and but that's not even it's not even that it's just it's not like good you should no matter how bad the team that you're going to watch sucks. If you see a fucking nowadays, a sporting event ticket for $7, like you should be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, like I got offered, my cousin called me last night and offered me four tickets for tonight's game. Mm -hmm. Obviously it would have been a good game to go to that. And she was like, the seats are actually really good. Like they're lower row first level. And why aren't you using them? Well, she had something to do, but like, I I was I was like no I'd rather record my podcast than go to a fucking Rockies game. Yeah. I feel like that about a few Colorado teams right now. A few? Yeah. What do you, what the fuck you mean? Like college? I wouldn't go to a CSU oh, football game. I wouldn't RCU. go to a CU football game. Bottom two programs in FBS. Yeah. Or I in go uh, to either one of those. You know what I mean? Wouldn't? I, yeah, I didn't go to a Rockies game. Probably wouldn't. No. I don't know. Maybe if you gave me free tickets. <laughs> but even then, like. Still got to go in there and pay fifteen dollars for a beer. Yep. Plus parking, twelve. I Min- just, minimum yeah. twenty bucks for parking, unless you Uber. But I mean, even then, the you got to pay the Uber. Thing. Yeah. Yep. And you got a twelve dollar hot dog or whatever the fuck you want to get. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're down bad. Um. Yeah, CU and CSU is god awful. Yeah. They're good to bet uh, against. Yeah. No shit. Um. I think the fucking spread for Minnesota CU last week was like 27 and a half. And yeah, and they, they still didn't cover. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get to the uh, the big boys. The big dogs. Horses. The horses. That's the same thing. It's really not, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's get to those old ponies. Denver yeah. Broncos. Daniel Hackett. They look like ponies. Babies they, out there. That coaching staff. Are okay. All right. We're coming in hot already. You and I haven't I don't think we've We haven't talked about it. We much. haven't talked Broncos at all over the phone, yeah. nothing, whatever. Uh I was texting you during the Seattle game a bit. Um Yeah, I didn't want to text too much, bother you there. It's an I experience I wanted care. you to I didn't care. Yeah. It's the same thing. How are uh, their fans? Hold on. Before we get into this, how are their fans out there? Uh okay. How are they during the game? Down Seattle is a weird fucking place, bro. Let is me it? tell you. Like, if you thought Denver's homeless population was bad, you haven't been out there. Oh yeah. Oh, it's fucking terrible. We stayed in downtown Seattle, and it down. I feel like Seattle's pretty similar to Denver. You know, like uh, layout wise, or yeah, like there's a a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of suburbs around okay. downtown Seattle. Yeah. 
but like Seattle's known as downtown Seattle, just like downtown Denver is known as that. Like you know where it is. But yeah, but there's sub exactly, and there's suburbs around it. Um, I guess a lot of people that are from Washington, like, not avoid, but like, you can go to well, not maybe so much anymore, but like back in the day, like 16th Street Mall, mm-hmm. you know that was a thing to go do downtown. Um, downtown there was stuff to go do. Yeah. And like downtown Seattle's the same way unless you're from there. It's kind of like, how it was. Yeah, they avoid it. They avoid it because the homeless people, the homeless population was nuts and it was it, like obviously you have homeless people who like are doing drugs here and stuff. Yeah. But there it was more of like a fucking epidemic. Like they're out there like, in the open just Dude, like you like you literally had people walking like zombies, sleepwalk. Like it was bad, bro. It Jeez. was bad. Um so there's that. And what you hit your mic on? Yeah, I'm sorry. And it like, like you should have, like yeah. I I noticed you you can't hear. It. It's not a big deal. Anyway, so oh he's pissed. Yeah, Miles is mad. Um, what was I saying? Fuck. Homeless Seattle. Homeless Seattle. Drugs. Uh, uh, so we stayed in downtown Seattle. Everybody that we saw down there that was a Seahawks fan gave us so much shit. That's what I heard. Like talking all kinds of shit. Yeah. Uh, we tailgated for the game. Met two guys in the parking lot. Nice as fucking could be. And I'm these dudes were like six six, just huge. Ripped. Yeah. Yeah. No, they were they were older, but, but they like, were just big motherfuckers. Yeah. Nice as can be. And they basically were like, "Yeah, we don't go downtown." Like, nobody does that. Like, oh. it's not a thing here. And we were like, oh, oh makes that makes sense. sense. Um, And that's kind of how everybody that we talked to at the game or, like, at the tailgate, you know, whatever, that's how it was. Like, nobody goes downtown. Yeah. And everything downtown, because the homeless are so bad, closes at, like, 5 o'clock. Oh, that's We sucks. went to go watch the Sunday night game, and we, like, missed kickoff by, like, 20 minutes. So it was, like, like 5.45 there at the yeah. time, almost 6.00. And we went to go walk into a sports bar. And they're like, we're, we're closed. Yeah. Like, it was... What the fuck are you supposed to go watch a game at? That's exactly what we said. Um, and downtown Seattle's pretty big, so getting to everything outside of it is a minimum 20-minute drive. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, so, but everybody that, like, seemed to be, like, Seattle, actual Seattle fans from the suburban areas outside of downtown were really nice. Um, we found a casino out there. <laughs> Of course, yeah. my fucking family would find one. It's good though. Uh, we all won money. That's good. I I it's texted you and said yeah. I tried the roulette strategy again. Which one? Um, first, was third, it? third, third. Ten oh, okay. In the yeah, I wasn't sure yeah, if it was the one, one I sent you or not. No, I, I haven't one. tried that one yet. That one looked crazy. Yeah, it looked kind of complicated. No, that one looks simple to me. But you think? Yeah, we can talk um, about that off. Yeah, but so I tried the old one. Um, with a little bit of sprinkling black here, black hit for eight. Numbers oh, like how we were talking. Yeah. Yeah. Black hit for eight numbers in a row for Jeez. me, by the way. Yeah, like if I would have let my stack just build and not pulled off. Yeah. Uh, like, cause I started out with like an $8 bet, obviously turned it into 16. I threw two chips on to make it a $10 bet, hit 20, pulled back one of the tens to hit bet 10 again. So if you had just, but like if I would have just, just let it build, oh my God. Um, and then it was nice cause in between I hit a couple of the numbers, mm-hmm. but yeah, so I ended up winning a lot of money, blah, 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 blah. And then obviously, so then the game happened, 
the 12th man rumor, you know, loud stadium, blah, 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 100% true. It was loud? Oh, yeah. It was fucking loud. And there was, you. I'm sure you saw how There's much a lot orange of was there. Fans, yeah. Dude, that place is loud. So that was kind of surprising to see. Because, like, my parents have been to Kansas City tw- twice, twice, I think now. Yeah. And, you know, Arrowhead's rumored is, like, the second loudest stadium. And Mom and Greg are like, no, there's it's overhyped. Like, it's really not that loud. Kansas City. Like, you know, you have a couple moments of here at Mile High where your ears ring. Yeah. Uh, every time the crowd gets loud in Seattle, your ears are ringing. They said a lot of it, too, is the way it's designed. Yes, and that makes 100% sense of how it's designed. So, um, but, yeah, uh, I remember we were in the end zone that we were kicking the – potential game winner for yeah and watching that whole breakdown was like what the fuck yeah did you and know right away like sitting in the stands did you know we were kicking a fill or were yeah. you so were you sitting there like so i once we didn't convert that third and what like 16 for a first mm-hmm. down and it made it the fourth and five yeah once we didn't convert that and call a timeout off the rip i saw russell go up to to speed it up and i was like okay we're going for it cool and then it, from our point of view, I don't know how it looked on the broadcast. Like it looked like everybody was just fucking confused and yeah, we couldn't, they couldn't get anything off. And once we called the timeout, I was like, oh no, this is going to give them the chance to think about it. And I looked at mom and Greg and I was like, we're kicking the field goal. And they were like, what? Yeah. And then they saw McManus run out and they were like, oh my God, we're kicking the field goal. Yeah. And immediate once we called that timeout too late, I knew and then I I remember getting home and watching it, and like I didn't comprehend that we had fifty five seconds. No, yeah, they ran it all the way down, all the way down to twenty five or twenty whatever. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, what? Yeah. Um, and then who was I sit? I was next to Danny. Was I next to Danny? Or oh, what? how was he for that? He was good. He was okay. good. Uh, he he just like everybody else. It was just like, like what, the, what fuck? the fuck? Yeah. He was a little more frustrated with some of the stuff that was going on throughout the game, play calling and stuff wise. Yeah. Um, but other, he was yeah he wasn't too. But he and at the end of the game, all of us were in the same boat of what the fuck. Um, but then what was I saying? I forgot what I was saying. Russ Vogel. I can't remember. Hack it. Yeah, it was just... It, From yeah, your guys' like point of view. I don't remember. It was just like I said, once I saw them call the timeout. Oh, it's Danny. Yeah. Um, We kicked the first field goal that they iced McManus on. Yeah. And once he missed it by how far he missed it, Danny and I looked at each other and we were like, should we just tell mom and Greg, let's go? Like yeah. we knew he wasn't making that next one. There was no way. And... From our point of view, it looked like he missed it by like a good fucking 10 feet, which mm-hmm. wasn't the case. The, yeah. the second one. Because um, the first one he missed by... No, the first one he shanked. Shanked bad. It, it looked like to me. And then the second one, it, from where we were sitting, it looked like he missed it by like a good 10 feet. Yeah. Which may, at the moment made it a little more like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. And then I came home and watched it. Because nobody really talked about it. Like Danny and I even put 104.3 on the post game in our hotel room and stuff. Mm-hmm. And nobody talked about how close McManus was. Like it was the length of the table or the width of this table. Yeah. It wasn't by a lot. He missed. You know, it was a couple. No, feet. Yeah, he fucking got everything. He drilled it. Yeah. Um, so then like coming home and I watched it again and I was like, oh, he only missed that field goal by a couple feet. Like, mm-hmm. okay. 
And then, you know, obviously Hackett got so much shit for it, blah, blah, which, yes, his game management needs to be better. Yes, you just paid Russell a hundred and something million, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, I was like, uh, I see both sides, but I'm still on the side of Hackett. You should have gone for it on four of the five. Yeah. So that's enough of me fucking talking. So hit me with it. I know. So it was different, or it wasn't really too different from the broadcast view. Well, let me cut you like, off real quick, though. It was nice to fucking. Not to be on third and seven and not be like, all right, well, we're going to punt. Yeah. yeah. So, so just to add that. But, the, like, I don't know. The game to me wasn't as called as bad as everybody made it seem like out to be. Okay. Like the delay of game penalties, everybody knows you can't have them. You know? Correct. Stuff like that. False start with a shovel pass. Fall to Andrew start. Beck on Cortland Sutton, who's not even uh, involved in the play. Yeah, you're a wide receiver. Like, it's just, you could just tell where this team was before. And it's stuff I, like, was on last year was, like, these guys just, the way they are football, like, you could tell they're a little behind. Like, they just don't. The younger just little, guys or just, just Yeah, just team. little things. Like, because of coaching that they've had previously, uh-huh. like, since they've been in the NFL. Like, Cortland Sutton, there's no reason to jump. On a play you're not even involved in. Well, even that, you still got to block, you still got to do your thing, but you're looking at the fucking football. You're, right. you're not, you can't hear anything. You know you're in Seattle on the silent. You're not going to be able to hear shit. You're mm-hmm. on the ball. Like, don't fucking jump unless somebody jumps across. But don't move until that ball moves, basically. Uh, so, like, I wasn't too concerned. Like, I think fourth and five, yeah, you got to go for it. Yeah, what was your, do you, would you have gone for it? I would have went for it. It's fourth and, call it's the fourth and five. First. I'm not kicking a 64 yard field goal. Would you have called the timeout first? Uh, I would have called. I was so they drive down. Broncos get the stop, and I'm like, okay, they have a chance to win this. Yeah, because the way the game was going, I was like, they're not gonna have a fucking chance. Like the way the ball's just not. It's just not bouncing your way tonight. Which happens, you know. Yeah. So you're not the two fumbles on the one hadn't happened in so many years when since, shit like that happens. Yeah, 87. So when shit like that happens, it's like. All right, yeah. I yeah, agree. you know, it's just, it might just not be your night. Which, ha- yeah. And I, real quick, I th- I truly think Russell Wilson is such a, uh, how do I say this in a nice way? He's so Hollywood that he let the pressure it of got the to national him. media get to him. Well, like, I, I feel like Russell Wilson is 100% the dude who watches ESPN after a game or like throughout I, the week to see what they're saying about him? I don't even think it's that. I think but like you know, I, I he might not be literally that, but like his. I think it was more the the moment. I yeah, like I, he's just so because he still went off and went yeah, well, three hundred forty yards, and people want to try here and, and shit on him all week about yeah, it. Like, like the he, weekend, oh, it's like, and then last like, but so back to Seattle. He, I don't, I, I think you go for it on fourth. You give yourself a chance. But what I did like when Hackett said post game, or then was it like Monday, that he, he ended up getting bash bash for, was that he had a plan and everybody's like, oh well, you keep going back to the fact that you had a plan, but it's like Vic Fangio never had a fucking plan. Pat Shermer never had a fucking plan. Yeah. So why are we upset with this guy who had a plan yeah. and he just went through with this plan? I get it; it's a fucked up plan, and if it's a bad plan, it's not like. But he had a plan, and yeah. they got to the the spot. And that was that he trusted his players, his kick. Yep. And I know they said McManus gave him two spots. And I think in his head, it's fourth and five. 
I, I think, think the, the moment, the moment for him was probably too big. He stu- yeah. You could see him speed up. Yes. And he was like, okay, we're stuck in the plan. Let's go with this. And I knew, so in the broadcast, after the clock runs down, I'm sitting like, so they get, Javante gets it. He gets tackled and bounced. Mm-hmm. I was taught growing up, once you get tackled and bounced and you're on a two minute, you call the timeout. You fucking call it. Right. So you called the timeout. You burn it. You still had, you had three. So you just burn that timeout. Mm-hmm. You go off, you get a play, you come back, you go for it. Yep. Once I saw them get to the line, and you could tell they weren't, like, they got set right away. And once I saw the clock start to, start to tick, I was like, fuck, they're going to kick it. Mm-hmm. Then he calls the timeout at, what, like, 20-something seconds, I think like it was. 25 or something. Something like that. But as he's walking off the field, they're on, the camera's on Hackett and somebody else. And you see Russ take his helmet off. And once he takes his helmet off, I knew they were kicking it. Yeah. There was somebody said that Russ like mugged him coming off the field and shook uh, his head. I didn't really see it, but I I think I a don't lot of- understand. My problem with big media here in Denver and the just the fan base in general. We've been in the fucking gutter for the last 6 or 7 years. I understand we won a Super Bowl this team has been to this franchise has been to multiple one multiple you know what i mean i yeah. understand there's high expectations but let's cut ourselves a fucking break we've been down in the dumps for the last six to seven years with the fucking quarterback carousel visual we have to see every yeah. week that we're still probably going to see every week even this year it, and it's not going to end until the end of this year it, it'll just say like us exactly and we feel so fucking entitled as a fan base and as a media from a like media perspective and stuff mm-hmm. that now that we have a quarterback we're we're supposed to be just put on this fucking pedestal of a Super Bowl contender and every game should be perfect and I understand even you and I predicted us to go I think eleven and six uh, but ten I think it was. ten and seven eleven and six somewhere yeah. around there but it's like okay you know what after that Seattle game let's come down to earth mm-hmm. let's let this fucking play out. Let's just see where it goes. Like we don't like stop the people calling for Hackett to be fired after two games it's for Russ to be to say that, that we spent too Seattle, much. Yeah, spent too much, and that Seattle won the trade. We really, Seattle won yeah. the trade because the fucking quarterback that they traded us for is on their bench. And Shelby so, Harris did nothing. And that game. Shelby Harris been didn't no do it. Noah Fant didn't do a fucking no, thing. No, he sat the bench. So, <laughs> like, let's just pump the fucking brakes and shut up a little bit here, it's please. Not, well, like you know how they gave James Merrillat that chicken little. Uh, he's Chicken Little Marilat. Yeah. The whole Broncos fan base is Chicken Little. 100%. The sky is falling. Once something goes wrong or is bad, it's the sky is falling. Like, fuck. Am I a little concerned? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do I even know what I'm concerned for? No. No. Yeah, that's Truly. exactly how I am. I'm that's like, like, okay, I'm a little worried. Like, why is it not? You know what I mean? And then it's like, people sit here and try to come up with excuses. Well, he didn't do seven on sevens. He didn't do one on ones. He, he didn't, didn't play preseason. He didn't play preseason. He didn't, which, I don't think it would have made a difference. I think it would have made a slight, like sl- ever fucking so slightly difference. Like, and I'm talking sl- maybe like you might have not had Melvin or Javante fumble a fucking ball. Yeah. But at the same time, I also understand that Jerry Judy could have tore his ACL in a meaningless fucking preseason yeah. game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Russell could have dislocated his shoulder and tore his fucking labrum while yeah. doing it after getting hit. Like, I see both sides, and I think that's why I'm like, I'm concerned, but I don't know why. Yeah. 
And just, but at the same time, I also, I'm not concerned because shit has to just, what I keep coming back to is like, and it doesn't have to go ahead. ahead. I think back like when I got my new position at work, right? The new truck I'm in. Okay. When I first moved from the rear loader to the fucking automatic, like silo truck. Okay. I fucking sucked. right? Right. I could barely finish. I wouldn't even finish my own route. Like I would have to get like two or three trucks to help me finish. And now I've did it a year and I'm fucking, you know, I'll do my route plus half of another route, you know, and help other guys out. And I think Hackett's in that, like whenever you start something new, you always think you know what you're, what the fuck you're doing. You, you know? think you, you yeah, think you, you think. Do. So like when I first started my position, I was like, and it's, I know people are gonna be like, oh, you fucking drive a trash truck. It's not the same as coaching a football team. But the fact is, I fucking went from doing this, I trained for two weeks, and I was like, oh yeah, I could do that. Yeah. And I got on my own, and I was like, holy fuck. And it doesn't help that Hackett kind of fucking, put you his know, foot his in his mouth. Com- yeah, yeah, he put, 100% put his foot in his mouth. But that's, I'm not nervous, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I've did this before. It's just calling plays. Not knowing, like, uh, one of the guys on the fan had a great fucking quote, and it was like, you don't know what you don't know. Until you know. Until you know. Yeah. So, and I think that's the predicament Hackett was in. 100%. And you saw it get a little better last week. And I think he's the the coach that, sorry, uh, Jordan's little brothers. We're going to the gym tomorrow. So he's like, yeah. can, you, can you pick me up? Uh, sorry. Uh, I think Hackett is more of a fucking competent coach than we think, too. And he will a hundred and ten percent learn from what's going not on. going for yeah. it on fourth and five. He will a hundred percent, a hundred and ten percent learn. I'm the fucking head coach. I have to get this play in before the play clock even yeah. starts clicking. I should already know them. My I, next play exactly. He needs and, to start playing chess instead of and, checkers. And, yeah, and he fell on the sword for that this week yeah. with his press conference on Tuesday, Monday. One. It was Monday. Yeah, Monday? It was Monday this time. So it's like, I I think he, you know, Vic never learned from that. No, he was And I don't want to bring the past up like that. And it's not even that he was old and hard-headed. I just don't think he was a competent enough coach to uh, I think was, to learn. Like, no, he I, didn't, no, yeah, he was hard-headed. He yeah, didn't want to. He didn't want to accept wanted, his. No, it, I don't even think it was like. Well, no, because whenever he didn't want to. Well, because post game he was, it was always, he was, it was always throwing the players under the bus. Right, and but I like like Vic wouldn't work on a fu- like Vic would have coached Seattle's game, not gone for it on fourth and five and kicked the field goal, and then just went on about his week. I could have I could totally see and obviously nobody knows because media is not allowed so nobody's gonna know. I could see the first fucking thing doing Hackett's. Hackett is doing on Tuesday or Wednesday when that first practice is happening is running a two minute situation with a fourth and five at the end of it somewhere mm-hmm. with him on with on the other field with a walkie talkie getting played like he would do that stuff you know and I think yeah. that's what we're getting out of him and it just is gonna take time we have Russell Wilson locked up for seven years mm-hmm. in my opinion we have a five year Super Bowl window that's what I was thinking too you know, the last two years, Russ is probably going to be god-awful. He might not be. Mm-hmm. He might fucking work, play into his second contract somehow. Yeah. But we don't know that. But, I'm, I mean, it's it just give it some time, please. 
James Merrillat, who you don't agree with a lot of the time. Yeah. I may or may not. Whatever. That's not besides the point. He said the Broncos are 1-1. One could Either be zero and two, but should be two and zero. Or he didn't even say the one and one. He was like the Broncos sh- could be zero and two, but they should be two and zero. Yeah, that's which I think is one of the like the best ways to yeah. put it. Like we're we're even right here. It we could be Las Vegas with the fucking predicament they're in. Truly you blew a. Not even blowing, just not even blowing lead. But you're 0-2, yeah. How many, we've heard the statistic all fucking the last two weeks. 0-2 teams, 80-something percent of the time don't make the, you know what I mean? We could be that team. Our our head coach could really look even more stupid, just like McDaniels does. Mm -hmm. You know? Devontae Adams, who you just traded over there, like he could, or signed, whatever, you could have Devontae Adams, but you could be owned to. We could have Russell Wilson and be owned to. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, that doesn't. Let's just settle the fuck in. The sky's not falling. The sky's not. Yeah. And it very well could. Yeah. And I don't think very this year. well couldn't. Yeah. So I think this whole year is. I think what we need to understand is this is this whole year is going to be a learning experience for everybody. Yeah. Like. Let's just take a Russ and, a, a plus Russ and Hackett. Year. It's their first year together. Yeah, as a quarterback coach, Russell's duo. first year, year in, in new Denver, team. and Hackett's first year as a new head coach, and their first year together, along with the whole well, ownership bullshit. That's new ownership yeah. situation. It's all new. Everything's all new. Of the coordinators. We might as well fucking change the whole team and literally and change move, the name. Yes. Fucking, it's it's new. It's yes, new. it's all new. So just pump the fucking brakes a little yes. bit. And you know what? I'm going to give a little bit of credit when it's due. Shout out to fucking EJ Evero, who's calling a great defensive fucking game the last two games. Yeah. His adjustments after halftime are fucking It's really going to be put to the test Sunday with San Francisco, who runs and runs and runs and runs and runs very well, you know? But, I mean, let's, you know, let's see. But for the, at least so far through the first two, shout out to him. Mm -hmm. Shout out, you know, big signing. Randy Gregory looks good, I think. Uh, Bradley Chubb looks pretty damn good. I think he was a little more quiet in the Houston game than he was Seattle, but that's okay. Your boy PS2 is still on his fucking all-pro pace for sure. Ronald Darby had a really good game against uh, Samari Mathis came in and the Caden Stearns filling in for Justin Simmons looked good. Um, The DJ Jones signing just looks phenomenal already. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Draymond Jones. Draymond Jones looks looks good in the middle. Um, Alex Singleton looked a little rough against the tight ends last week, but for him being a third or fourth string guy to come fill in for what he had to, I'll, I'll take it. Um, he made some good adjustments, I think, throughout the second half of the game. Um, you're going to get Josie Jewell back to pair with Baron Browning. Um, Browning's so, outside now. Or I thought they were talking about moving him inside, though, when Jewel, Josie Jewell comes back. I didn't hear that. No? I could just be fucking crazy then. Yeah. Um, but, I mean... I think I heard it was going to be Joel and Singleton together. Okay. Or Stranad or one of those guys. Huh. But, yeah. Singleton hasn't looked... I think where Singleton gets hurt is his man coverage. Zone, he gets to his spots pretty good. And he's young. And he... F- what I like about him is he flies around the fucking field. Mm-hmm. He's all over the place. Yeah. Okay, so the effort's there. Yeah. And I know it's the NFL and nobody wants to hear effort. They want to see plays being made, but... Yeah. What can you do? There is such thing as effort, you know, is non stats that are, you know, hustle. Yeah. St- they call them hustle stats. Yeah. Which I completely agree with. Um, which is it? So it does hurt that you're not going to have Justin Simmons for the next three what, weeks three? now. Yeah. But 
I, I think I'd rather have not have him these part of this first run than the back end. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Um, Javante looks like he's picked up right where he yeah. left off. I think he, he needs to get plenty more touches, yeah. in my opinion. Hackett needs to make some adjustments there. Obviously, I would say it's especially more, in the red zone. More carries, for sure. Um, his, 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 they've his threw catches, him the ball a they lot. They threw him the ball, which is fucking so surprising to yeah. me. I was not anticipating that at all. Yeah. Like, what do you have in Seattle, 11? Yeah, he was the second highest receiver in, in the, the NFL. NFL. Yeah. Which was like, all right. But that's nice to see that he worked on that because he wasn't a very good receiving back last mm-hmm. year. Um, Melvin, what do you think? Melvin looks okay. I think I he think. looks good. You think he looks good? Yeah. Besides the... And with his fumble in Seattle, it was more... I could see what he was going for because he was going for the reach because he knew it was on fourth down. Right. So... Kind of cut it slack, but then again, you're on the one. You can't do that. Can't fumble, but yeah. I get you're trying to. You got to make a play in that situation. Yeah, you know you're stopped short. You got to get the ball across for sure. So I don't know. Shit happens, but he's averaging what I want to say like almost four, four to five yards a carry. I think he's around four or five, and I know Javante is over like six. So I, I I'll take four to five a carry any day of the week. Right. So it it. I think he's picked up where he left off last year. I think we need to get back to running the ball a little more with I think, those two. I think Russ looks better than he did last year. Um, obviously, Russ had the finger injury. Yeah. But I think he looks better. Um, so that's I that. didn't catch the start to last week's game because of baseball. Uh-huh. And I had planned to go back and rewatch it, and then I just never did. Uh, first drive stalled it. out. Yeah. Um, well, was, I know when I was, when I got in the car, Russell's like three for eleven or something. Yeah, shit. he looked but, pretty fucking bad. Yeah. Um, I think to end the half, he was like four for nineteen. I think it was something crazy like that. His rating was like zero. Yeah, uh, he looked not good at all. Um, but I mean, whatever. It, it's gonna. I think take it's time. nerves. It's, I really yeah. think it's nerves. I think yeah. all of this is new. And as much as he's gonna say I'm not nervous, and him and Hackett are both gonna be like, oh, we've did this before. You know, yada, yada, yada. You're in a new place. It's going to mm-hmm. be nerve-wracking. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm tired of just everybody being so pissed off about it. Like, just let, so it, let it go. scared of things, like... Just let it go. I could see if we were coming off of another Super Bowl, like, yeah, fuck. No and then doubt. you're, like, panicking. Like, yeah. fuck, we were Super just Bowl champs here. last year, and now we're fucking... Yeah. God, we can't beat Seattle. We're barely beating Houston. What the fuck? Like, the right. Jaguars just got a win last week. Yeah. You know? The Giants won last week. The Jets won last week. Yep. Like, it's still early in the NFL, like, in the season. Like, there's nothing to panic about. Cleveland just uh, beat Pittsburgh. I mean, I know that's not saying much because of how weird Pittsburgh is this year, but I mean. But they look like shit the first game. Or last weekend, they they look like shit. Yeah. They lost to the Jets. Yep. Where they blew a lead. And it's like. Then it, then it. It's a weird league, dude. Shit happens like this every week. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think Cortland looks good. Cortland looks really that good. That connection between him and Russ is it's surprising. It's very surprising, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you would think they've played together for, or at a least while. worked out together for a while. Because yeah. um, even on the scramble drills, like, Cortland knows, like, when Russ tries to buy some time in the pocket, it seems like Cortland knows exactly where to go. I think it's Cortland's smarts that aren't talked about enough, too. I think he's a really smart football player. Um, Jerry Judy looks good. Um, as long as he could fucking stay healthy, man. That's all, you know, stay healthy. Uh, the, our, all of our tight ends are pretty spread out. 
I'm not very impressed with Albert O so far. But it, there also hasn't been a lot of opportunity given for yeah. him, I feel like, because the tight ends have been so... Like, the it's been distributed throughout those two, three guys so much. Um, like, Sobert had the first fucking... Who would have thought Eric Sobert would catch Russell Wilson's first touchdown? Or, well, to a tight end, at least. You know, everybody thought it would be Albert O. Um, I probably would have put money on Sobert. I did last year and hit on it. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. though. Like... Uh, nobody saw the the shovel pass to Andrew Beck going in for a touchdown on the false start, and then the the pass in the corner. I believe it was was it Sobert or Beck in Seattle that he Tomlinson. stepped out. It was Tomlinson, huh? Mm-hmm. The rookie, not a rookie, but yeah, he's not. No, Dulcich is a rookie. Well, I knew that, but he's on IR. Yeah, Tomlinson's well, the guy out of. I think they signed him from the Steelers, but he's not even supposed to be the pass catching tight end. Right, that was the guy they signed. Yeah. He was like. Basically, like your extra tackle, who's yeah. just athletic. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, okay, I, I there's so much positive that unfortunately is unfortunately is being overshadowed by negative, which I understand why it is, but it's like, I think there's more positive than negative though. I think the I think the negative are just happening in bigger moments. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because, I mean, you threw for 340. Like, you moved the ball up and down the field against Seattle. And Houston. And Houston. You were going. In between the 20s, you looked wonderful. Uh, And when I was sitting there with DJ, watching the game with him and his friend Simon, who's the the JV quarterback at at Green Mountain, and we were sitting there talking, and I was like, me and Simon looked at each other, and I was like, because DJ's not a Bronco fan. He likes the Steelers. Right. So when I looked at Simon, I was like, if they could just stay out of the 20s, don't get within the, inside the 20. Just stay outside the 20 and <laughs> throw the ball from there. Yeah. Okay? And I think they'll be good. Yeah. And it, the red zone will come. It'll mm-hmm. come along. We're not a, a, a Jets of the last five years or a Browns of the last two decades to where even when we get in the red zone, like, we know we're not going to fucking score. Yeah. We we know who we have. Yeah. We know the coach that we have. And I, well, I think I – mean, Somewhat, we know the quarterback we have very well. We know our wide receiving group. Like we're gonna, the red zone touchdowns will come. And what I've noticed with Hackett is he's in inside the red zone. I think he's just he's just overthinking it. I think he's, so he's too. getting too cute. I think what it is is he knows. And I think it's Russ getting cute too. I think he's finally like the. I think what it comes down to is he's like, oh, like I'm the guy. I get to make the decision here. Like, fuck, I got this big ass playbook. I got like everything's open. We're yep. right here. Like, let's do this. Let's yep. do this. Yep. Yep. When really he's just. To, Let's just tone it down. Go back to simple. Get under center. You got a running back who leads the league in break tackles. Yep. You got another running back who is averaging four to five yards a carry. Like, and was your main red zone back last year? Yeah. I mean, not yours, Vicks, but, but still, but was still getting like yeah. still punched it in. What do you have? Like almost ten touchdowns last year. I think so. Like, it'll be all right. Yeah, it'll be okay. Um. Anything else on those guys that we kind of want to go over besides not panic? I want to talk about this upcoming week real quick. Just give out a quick prediction. Yeah. You want me to start or you? You can go. You want me to go? Yeah. Uh, I put out on Twitter this yeah, week. Yeah, I seen it. Yeah, that was... But I also made sure I put first my way too early prediction because yeah. I was just a little frustrated. and like, man, like, 
we're going to get blown the fuck out. Yeah. Gino, Trey Lance isn't playing. Jimmy G's back in the lineup, blah, blah, blah. I said 35 to 9, 49ers. I thought it was worse. I thought you put more, but yeah. No, it was 35 to 9. I didn't think we were going to score. <laughs> Four days ago, I didn't think we were going to score a fucking touchdown this weekend. Uh, something's telling me that the, we're going to get it right, and I, th- I could see it being 24-17 Broncos. Um, I almost wanted to flip that, say 24-17 Niners, but I, I just I think we're going to get it right. I could see this being like a good breakout game for Russell and Hackett and mm-hmm. everybody just to kind of let that breath of fresh air out, you know. Uh, so I'll go 24-17 Broncos. I like it. Yeah? Yeah. I was thinking a little higher, though. I think I was going to go like 27-24 Broncos. Okay. Like game-winning field goal type situation? Yeah. Maybe we stop San Francisco on their game. No, I think, I think it, it'll be like... I think it'll be like what, in Seattle, except... We do it right. You get down, yeah. You get down the field, and you're going from a a tie ball game instead of you know twenty four twenty four. Yeah, got to drive down the field, get into field goal range. McManus in at altitude. I mean, uh, maybe it could be even one of those where he fucking kicks from the yeah, 30, like I, I or the the twenty two. You know, what does scare me is San Fran's defense is like really underrated. I agree, and I, but I'm a little and more worried about their run game than their defense, uh, just with our, I, I what think, our box looks like. I don't know. I, I'm pretty, like, I'm not too worried about it. It's weird, because normally I'd be, like, on the same page, mm-hmm. like, defensively, but I don't know. I just think, I think having DJ Jones in the middle and him coming from San Fran, San Fran I think he's going to, like, play a little different. I think Bradley Chubb and Randy Gregory are finding their way. I think so, too. I mean, Draymond Jones has looked nice. Like, I don't know. Like, just something's telling me, like, that... that Isn't going to be the X factor. That, in, that D-line in general, because, like, the thing with the trenches and on the line is, is as long as you can win the line of scrimmage, then that's where it starts. Like, if you could get... And with the zone running style that Shanahan, or that Kyle... I'll come call him Kyle, because... Shanahan's mic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that Kyle like runs is the same that we're running. And if you can knock the center off the line, it, it'll destroy the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I think DJ Jones is that force where he could just fuck up the whole run game himself. Okay. And Randy Gregory and Bradley Chubb on the outside, I think they're better Ran- run defenders than we think. I was going to say, Randy Gregory has looked pretty damn good in the run defending game. Mm-hmm. So, so don't count that out. Um, what do you got for a score? Did you just give it? You did just give it. What was it? 27, 24? 27, 24. Yeah, we just fucking went over. How are we going to get there? Jesus Christ. Game-winning field goal. Fuck me. Um, all right. Let's see how it plays out. This will be a really big test in prime time. Yeah. Hopefully the moment isn't You're too going to, huh? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll be there. Um, Tickets are crazy. I wanted to go so bad. Were they? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched. I, I, I do enjoy watching games from home. Yeah. You know? I like I it. I haven't watched one yet, and it's like... I kind of want to just sit on my couch and just watch one. Uh, but, yeah, we'll be there. Uh, I think Mom and Greg are getting Vegas tickets for the first week of October. Fuckers. That'd be good to so, go to. Hell, yeah. I heard they put on quite the show over there. Yeah. I mean, you have to if your team sucks. They're going to go to L.A., too, for against the Chargers. Oh, they get to they see SoFi? Booked, they already booked SoFi. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
So they're they're gonna be going to a lot of games this year. Actually, yeah, they should. Yeah. So that's good. I would if I could too. Yep. So that's good. Um, they still doing Nashville too. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't even know if I'm gonna be going to that. I definitely could, yeah. but uh, gotta get the wifey's yeah. approval. On that you'd one. have to go on that one. On would be a solo trip, huh? If your parents don't go, I wouldn't go if they didn't go. No, no, fuck no. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe I can just talk her into going. I have free flights. Kids fly free too. Yeah. Just got to pay for a hotel. My game ticket. Call it good. Be all right. So, so we'll see. Um, but yes, I will be there. Uh, I don't think I gave any live updates out like last week, but maybe I'll try to. Can't remember. I think Um, you were just texting me. Probably. I'll probably try to give some live stuff out. Um, but yeah, that's it for the show. I think, right? Wrapping it up. Yeah. I could think, yeah. Um, season two, we're back. We had an 18 episode first season. I was very happy with what we did, what we accomplished, and and what we got done. Um, be on the, if you've made it this far, thanks for listening, obviously. Be on the lookout for possibly some new segments next week, huh? We're going to try to get on a, a different schedule versus recording on a Friday, recording on a Wednesday, so that gives the audience time to, to listen. Um, to predictions and stuff and uh, yeah we're just gonna go from there um anything else you wanna you wanna say no pray for bed you look tired a long day tomorrow oh I gotta go get a new card gotta go to the bank ugh that's the worst I'll show you after yeah my card fucking broke yeah alright well I'm Dame uh you can follow me on twitter at Dame underscore APD uh we're still only on spotify What's up? What? We need a closing. I already thought about it. I think we this is going to be our closing. <laughs> I think. Just play the song again. Yeah. That's what Theo Vaughn does. <laughs> Theo Vaughn. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm Dame. Follow me on Twitter at Dame underscore APD. Uh, Instagram handle is the same. This podcast is still only on Spotify. I... Like I said last year with Apple Music, I'm just not even going to mess with it because it's such a complicated process. Mm-hmm. Um, follow the uh, podcast Instagram at All Pro Dads. The Twitter is at All Pro Dads Pod. And my co host, Tony, follow me on Instagram and Twitter, TV3 underscore APD. Catch you guys on the flip and uh, buckle up for season two.